Hey, you're in the cantina, which must mean you are in the mood for happy hour. 2020 has been a Russian nesting doll of disappointment for all of us, each doll becoming progressively more and more vindictive. Luckily, this soul-sucking year is almost over. And doubly lucky, I no longer have a soul to suck. So let's pour ourselves a glass of happy and make believe in hope. This is the voice of a woman on the edge of her sanity. Eh, I wasn't that attached to it anyways. Let's detox on the rocks. Salut! Let's start today's show with a little Christmas game, aka alternative movie titles. I'm going to give you three alternate titles per movie and you have to guess which holiday classic I'm talking about. Let's warm up with a really easy one. This is the first movie. And the three clues are, this is not a Christmas movie. Alan Rickman is the star here, and yippee-ki-yay. Easy, right? Die hard. And no, it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Alright, that was the warm-up. Now, movie number two. Here are the three clues. Bullies, the movie. How is there no backup plan? And, my personal favorite, We'll exploit your differences once we can use them to our advantage. Any guesses? It's Rudolph! Alright, next movie. Top 3 alternate titles. A series of unfortunate events. Phoebe Buffet was right. And the most depressing story ever told. That's right, it's a wonderful life. Except it isn't, is it? I cannot stand that movie. Alright, alternate titles for movie number four. Ready? This is also not a Christmas movie. I regularly snack after midnight, and wild animals aren't pets. That's right, gremlins. And I've gone to the mats for that one. It is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Alright, two more movies to go. Top three alternate titles for this movie, Baby Daddy, No Reservations, and We Bought a Zoo. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Get it? It's the Jesus birth story. And the last one is The Muppets Did It Best, Karma, and Don't Be a Jerk. That's right, the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol. Did you get any of them? Did you get all of them? Well, it depends how many we're in, but <laughs> whatever you're watching this year, pour yourself a drink and enjoy. There's nothing like turning off your brain for the alternate reality of Hallmark. It's like science fiction, only everyone's blonde, no one ever worries about money, and for some reason everyone has this amazing chalet up north. All right, it's Christmas. Let's make believe. Santa, Krampus, Jack Frost, and the niece. Let's head over 
to Fjernen, a Danish island for our Christmas story. Our tale begins with Timothy Tangerlini in 1984. He was tending to cattle when he saw a teeny man with an even teenier hat sitting atop of one of his cows. I love cows. Timothy approached the small man when the small man jumped out the window. Timothy was pretty sketched out as anyone else would be, so he went looking for the man, asked around, and was informed, well, that was a niece, or rather, niecer, singular. A niecer, as it turns out, is a house elf. They've been around since the Middle Ages, and it's said that each farm in Scandinavia has a niecer, or niece, if maybe you have more than one. What you need to do is keep your niecer happy, and your farm will prosper. Tick him off and face the consequences, aka not just sour milk, but dead livestock. And I thought I was dramatic. <laughs> there are stories of niece going back to the 1500s, as depicted in Olaus Magnus' book, Description of Northern People, written and illustrated in 1555. So how does one keep a niecer happy? Well, they love a dish called, do my best here, Riesengrod, kind of like a porridge. Make sure to do it up however. Apparently, they love butter on top. And make sure to use the freshest milk or your niecer will throw a fit. They're also called Tante or Tomte in Finland and Sweden. And to this day, on December 23rd or December 24th, Danish and Scandinavian families on farms will still leave out Risengrod. To be clear, your niecer is all about the farm. So don't expect any gifts under the tree. But a healthy farm and happy cows? What could be better than that? It's time for What's in Your Glass. Today, I am full of the holiday spirit. Well, spirits anyways. <laughs> Definitely full of something. So, how about a white Christmas? Let's shake it up and jingle those balls. Bells. We, <laughs> for this, you're gonna need one shot. And again, when I measure my drinks out, I make everyone's life easier, or mine anyways, and measure by the shot. The shot glass that I use is 1.5 ounces. So you're gonna wanna take one shot or 1.5 ounces of vanilla vodka. If you've been following the show, you know how to make your own homemade infused vanilla vodka. Basically what you wanna do is take some excellent quality vodka and grab some actual vanilla bean. Not extract, but the vanilla bean. I swear you can taste a difference in the flavor. And slit it, throat to scrote. Pop it in, even throw in two pods, and leave it for really as much time as it takes to really get that vanilla flavor going. Or you can make your life easy and buy some vanilla vodka. Next, you're gonna take half a shot of Kahlua. So I guess that's carry the two, X equals MC, I don't know, 0.75 of an ounce? Let's eyeball it. We're not making meth. We're making cocktails. 
half a shot of Kahlua, and half a shot of creme de menthe. Then you're going to need two shots of either oat milk, which is going to give you a thick consistency, or almond milk, my personal favorite. Almond milk is thinner, so your drink is just in general going to be lighter. Now traditionally, you want to garnish this with a maraschino cherry. I would rather lick the floor of the subway than eat a maraschino cherry, personally. So here, coffee and mint play very well together. You can either take some fresh ground coffee beans or tear up a few mint leaves. Really, we roll with the punches here and garnish with that. Also, if you want to get super bougie, you can rim the rim of your glass with sugar. So again, you're taking your shot of vanilla vodka, half a shot of Kahlua, half a shot of creme de menthe, and two shots of oat or almond milk. Shake, shake, shake it on ice. Then, really how into the decorating you want to get is up to you. And that, my friends, is a white Christmas. Salut! Oh, also, if you have been listening to the show and you're thinking, oh my gosh, that drink sounds amazing, but what did she say again? You can check out our Instagram on Detox on the Rocks podcast and go to Stir It Up. You'll see all the recipes we've chatted about so far all listed there. If you think that you're happy with your drink, or even if you're not and you want to share the experience of making your drink, send us a message. We're friendly here. Most bartenders are. (laughs) This is going to be our last show of 2020. So we've decided to count down some of our favorite few moments from the past year. We really had to go searching, but you know what they say. Hard times show who we are. And you know what? We were impressed with what we found. There's a new app called Too Good To Go and it's reducing food waste in a major way. This app has provided 100,000 meals a day since its launch in 2016, and also has a positive impact on the environment. Less waste is good for everyone. The app has been downloaded 22 million times in Spain, Italy, Austria, the UK, France, Poland, Germany, Portugal, the Netherlands, Sweden, Denmark, and Belgium. What is it? Well, people are able to see which locations, from grocery stores to restaurants, bakeries, etc., any place that provides food really, has surplus food or about to expire or just expired food. So people in need can then go pick up said food at the end of closing. All that food is not going to waste. Someone who really needs it is gonna get it. Again, that's good for everybody. And I don't know about you, but I take expiration dates more as a suggestion than a hard fast rule. Like serving sizes on the back of a liquor bottle. Our next story is about the albatross. Now an albatross is a giant bird. How giant? Well, it has an extra joint in each wing. That's how wide their wingspan is. They're really incredible. And no, not tied around anyone's neck. Like the poem, tied around. Look it up. So, (laughs) these albatrosses are now on a mission. France's National Center for Scientific Research has launched a pioneer study, and they have armed 169 albatrosses with sensors to keep track of illegal fishing in the Indian Ocean. These albatrosses fly wild and free. They wander and collect data. 
This data is sent over to the foundation. Over a six-month period, they found that over a third of fishing boats in the Indian Ocean were not broadcasting their whereabouts, which essentially means illegal fishing. Albatrosses, assemble! It's a great start to help temper gross overfishing. Let's raise a glass to the little French bees that could. The gut-wrenching fire at Notre Dame Cathedral devastated everyone who saw it. But did you know there were three bee colonies living under the main roof? The bees survived the fire somehow. Their hives are only 30 meters below the main roof of Notre Dame, and they were untouched by flames. In fact, the bees are reported to be doing just fine. Somehow, they survived and are now thriving. Let's be like the bees. Our last story, and my personal favorite, is about two whales that had been, unfortunately, performing in captivity in Shanghai, China, who, wait for it, are now free and living in an open water sanctuary in Iceland. The two whales' names are Little Grey and Little White. They were flown 6,000 miles to the Bay of Hemi Island, Iceland. The sanctuary in Iceland will be rehoming 3,000 whales currently in research facilities or performing for people in shows. Now, if you've seen Eurovision, the story of Fire Saga on Netflix, this is, to me, one of the ultimate feel-good movies without the angst. And it reminds me of the final song. No, not Ya Ya Ding Dong, but Husavik. This movie came out this past summer. Well, in Canada anyways. So if you're looking for a song that will inexplicably bring a tear to your eye and just make you feel good in general, watch it, watch it now. There's this one line in the song Husavik. I'm not going to ruin everyone's ears by trying to sing it. <laughs> but essentially, it's where the whales can live because they're gentle people. Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, and the entire cast are phenomenal. There's amazing music, and if you're looking to just make yourself smile, do yourself a favor and check it out. This episode has been brought to you by Staying Up Late this New Year's Eve. To be clear, I'm not staying up so much to welcome 2021 as much as to give the finger to 2020 and make sure that it gets out of here. We'll be back with all new episodes every Monday starting January 4th. And I want to take a minute to thank everyone who listened to season one. I started this podcast, if I'm honest, not because I'm happy all the time, but because I'm not because I missed being excited. I missed who I was when I was excited. <laughs> the unimaginable good, the inspiring, the titillating, the downright strange and mysterious that we have on this planet right here, right now with us happening every single day. I started the show because I wanted to remind myself and anyone else listening, when there is no sunshine, be the sunshine. Man, that was sappy. <laughs> I blame my white Christmas cocktail. Okay, three. Well, we did it, everybody. We'll see you soon. And in the great immortal words of Bugs Bunny, don't take life too seriously. You'll never get out of it alive anyways. 
We'll see you next year. And remember, it's always a good time to detox on the rocks. Salut! This has been a Cat Flap production in association with Not For Sale Media.